Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Motivational Intelligence Podcast. I'm Sean Johnson, and on this podcast, it's our job to dive into the minds, take you inside the minds of extraordinary people. And one of the things that extraordinary people tend to have in common is the attitude of gratitude. So that's what today's episode is about. Uh, I sit down with John Casey to talk about this, and we we do this this conversation kind of in three parts. The first is, why is gratitude important? And we talk about all of the benefits of it from uh, health benefits to improving sleep, longevity, increased energy, more exercise, to better careers, improved decision-making, increased productivity, to better relationships, people like you more, to better emotional health, to more optimistic and less, less self-centered, increased self-esteem. The benefits are endless. And we talk about that. We actually talk about the biology of why this happens, the chemical reactions that happen inside our mind with with gratitude, and what are the couple things that are really simple that you can do on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis to make this work for you and help improve your life, quality of life. So I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Please check us out uh, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening to this, and uh, drop us a comment on social media and let us know what you think. The Motivational Intelligence Podcast is produced by the team at Two Logical. Two Logical is an international corporate training firm and the world's leading expert in motivational intelligence, which is the ability to understand, manage, and change the motives people have. Two Logical offers over 30 different keynotes, workshops, and full training courses to small, medium, and large Fortune 500 companies in 53 countries, a lot of which you're probably familiar with. Advisor, Bank of America, GE, Constellation Brands, P&G, and more. All solutions are completely customized and the feedback from these sessions will blow your mind. If you have any training or speaking needs or just want to say hey, head over to twological.com. All right, we're back in the studio with John. John, what's going on, man? Oh, everything and nothing, Sean, uh, as is always the case. Everything and nothing. Everything and nothing. Well, we uh, are we are going to get a little, you know, transcendental and uh, maybe existential. Ooh. So wow, transcendental and existential. Yeah, if we can, do wow. both at the same time. Okay, wow. Or so one after we another. just like about to blow people's mind. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, it's always the goal. kind of what we do, right? Um, all right. So what I wanted to, to talk about today is, you know, what we try to do with all of these conversations is take a deep dive into what's going on in the minds of successful people. And I think one part of that success is happiness. Um, and so what I wanted to kind of focus today on was what's going on in the minds of happy people and, and what can we learn from that? Uh, are there paths that we can take and practices that we can use and all that kind of stuff uh, in order to improve that? that part of our lives and improve the quality of our lives. Yeah, you bet. And, and uh, you know, happiness is, is you know, can be uh, the, the end, uh, the goal, uh, or it can be part of the means. And, um, you know, it's such a personal uh, and individual journey uh, that it's really hard to create some path that all can take. But if we could talk about, you know, what it is that anyone or everyone can and should embody on their own journey that will help accelerate their journey to 
uh, to happiness and, and their own definition of success. Uh, I, I think that that's really the key. Um, and, uh, you know, by the way, we're, we're recording this uh, podcast in uh, early December. Yeah, good time uh, of year. So it is a, a great time of year to talk about, you know, gratitude uh, and, and being thankful. Um, you know, Thanksgiving is, is a holiday that's celebrated uh, in the United States at the end of November, uh, middle of uh, uh, October in Canada, uh, in all parts of the world. Um, you know, our, our calendar, of course, is a man-made convention, but uh, the seasons are not. And in cultures across um, the world, uh, at the end of a year, um, usually after the harvest is brought in, uh, there is a gratitude celebration. There is a, a, a thankful celebration that cultures uh, throughout human history uh, have celebrated because they, they're, they're grateful for what they have and that they're, they're still with us. And, you know, this is such a um, universal uh, topic um, you know, as I was uh, thinking about uh, the subject and going through my voluminous uh, list of uh, quotes, mm. uh, I found quotes from every culture from human history. Uh, for example, here's, uh, here's a Chinese proverb. Uh, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a month, get married. <laughs> if you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. Only a year? That'll last. Yeah, Interesting. Then here comes the clincher. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone else. Mm. Um, wow, very revealing. Um, <clears throat> uh, and here's a, a quote that uh, is uh, attributed to uh, Buddha. Um, Let us rise up and be thankful. For if we didn't learn a lot today, at least we learned a little. <laughs> and if we didn't learn a little, at least we didn't get sick. <clears throat> and if we got sick, at least we didn't die. So let us all be thankful. That clearly lets us know that if we look, we can always find something uh, to, to show some gratitude for. Uh, in Roman times, uh, Marcus uh, Tullia Cicero said, <clears throat> Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the mother of all others. <clears throat> so there is a historical and cultural um, bedrock or foundation uh, for this wonderful uh, ability that we all possess. And, <clears throat> you know, in some of our other talks, we've, we've talked about what is, what is innate to humans and what isn't. And, you know, ever since we've decoded the entire human genome, we know what our genes do, and, and none of them really go to skill or our job or career. <coughs> and, uh, you know, they don't um, drive our success. They, they kind of create our central nervous system in our brain and our physical characteristics, and, and we get to kind of do everything else um, on our journey. And so the things that were actually innate, and I've been reading about this for, for, uh, a few decades now, breathing, it's called involuntary. You can't not do it. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously those that are born without that involuntary breathing thing don't, don't last very long. So they don't pass on their genes. Suckling is also innate. <clears throat> Some newer research, uh, laughing, laughing really? is innate. innate. It, it doesn't have to be taught. 
You don't have to learn it by mimicking another. Huh. It's, it's, it's automatic. It's natural. And, and you see this very early um, yeah. in, in, in newborns I, I, along with smiling. Huh. And, you know, even babies that are born blind, so they have no visual reference, yeah, they, they no they have copy. No, no reference point. They will still smile. Huh. Uh, so it's involuntary. And here's the latest. Um, helping. Helping. And really? I'm thinking, how, how did they find that helping is, is innate? It's, it's, it's born to all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they, they, they got nine, uh, eight, nine, ten-month-old babies. And they had them on the floor crawling around in active alert. And an adult would drop something within the reach of a newborn or, you know, baby, a couple months old, crawling. And time after time, that baby, noticing that somebody dropped something, would reach for it, pick it up, and hold it to the person who dropped it. Really? So, <clears throat> you know, when I, and so we're, we're born with that. Yeah. Those are things that are innate. Now, obviously, they can be conditioned out. Sure. <clears throat> Well, yeah, and the, the more and more that, you know, uh, I, I wasn't I wasn't even I wasn't aware that uh, those those were, you know, laughing and smiling um, and and even helping. You know, it's you, you have I, there was an intuitive sense that that people are are born this way. But the more conversations like this that I have, the more I feel like you start to realize that um, people are born pretty much the way they're supposed to be. You know, there there's a design there. However, uh, it, it came to be that, you know, we talk and we use the example about the the child learning to walk and that they never give up and and now to use the example of the laughing and smiling and helping other people is is innate. It's something that's already, you know, pre-built in. Um, it seems more and more that, you know, we're kind of born the way we're supposed to be. And then we start to learn, learn how to not do things. Well, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, deconstruction or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Uh, I, I think we have everything we need, uh, yeah. to, to build the life we dream of. And, um, you know, if you think about, you know, you know, evolutionary history, um, <clears throat> You know, we can go back thousands of years and see these great Chinese proverbs or Buddhist quotes or Roman uh, quotes about gratitude and how important it is to build a life uh, filled with it. Um, but if you think about it, uh, it probably was a, a driver of what created human civilization. Um, mm. You know, tens of thousands of years ago, we were just, we were not on the top of the food chain. We were, you know, part of the food chain, middle of the food chain yeah. type of thing. and. And we were just, uh, you know, a, a, a weak mammal. Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't until we started coming into groups and creating, you know, civilization um, where we had to rely on each other uh, yeah. to do certain uh, aspects of, of day-to-day -day life. And without relying on others and, and serving others, we would not have formed <clears throat> communities, towns, villages, or whatever. <clears throat> we wouldn't have built anything uh, yeah. that, that stood the test of time. <clears throat> so, you know, I guess those that were, you know, selfish um, didn't survive or weren't welcomed into the, the, the community and they were voted off the island, if you will. Yeah. So <clears throat> you could make a case that, you know, w without 
gratitude and service uh, to, to others, um, we wouldn't have come as far as we have. Yeah, no, I think that that definitely makes sense. And it seems, you know, for, for it to go back, it's it's not a new idea. Um, very clearly, it's going back tens of thousands of years. And it's it's an ancient idea. And it's a global idea. It's it's not confined to any one place or one time. So I, I yeah, I think you're right. It, it seems that you could tie a lot back to that. Well, and it's, you know, like all higher level um, abilities, uh, you know, we're, we're born with a nice foundation of it, but we have to practice it. We have to uh, keep it a, a, at a high level uh, of awareness. Uh, Larissa Gomez said that uh, <clears throat> being thankful is not always experienced as a natural state of existence. We must work at it, akin to a type of strength training for the heart. Hmm. Uh, and it's true. Um, you know, we, as we journey through life, train our eye and ear, always, uh, to pay attention to certain things. And uh, some people swing and miss on that, and, and they're, they're, they're missing a whole bunch of things that they should be uh, paying closer attention to. Yeah. Gratitude is strength training for the heart. I like that. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. So um, it's an ancient idea. How do, you know, can we tie this back? Because I think there's a lot of science and a lot of studies and, and you know, both um, both scientific and just observational of more in more modern times. How does gratitude improve the quality of our life in, in different areas of our life? Does it? Right. Um, and, and what are they? Yeah, yeah, w w without question. Um, and, you know, over the last, you know, 30, 40 years, there's been just tons and tons of research on this. Uh, and, you know, you can come up with a list of uh, half a dozen or two dozen or whatever. Um, but I want to focus uh, a little bit today on seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude. Ooh, perfect. All right. <clears throat> so, and, you know, I can quote you uh, the, the the research and whatnot uh, or, or maybe we could you know throw up some some links if people want to download yeah well some we of can those. link to everything in the all the all the studies in the show notes you bet so uh, number one gratitude opens the door to more relationships um, not only does saying thank you constitute good manners but showing appreciation can help you win new friends uh, according to a uh, a recent study published in uh, the journal emotion. The study found that thanking a new acquaintance makes them more likely to seek an ongoing relationship. So whether you thank a stranger for holding the door or send a thank you note to a colleague who helped you with a project, acknowledging other people's contributions can lead us to new opportunities. Uh, why not uh, focus on, on, on how to do that better? Yeah, I, I think that's it's magnetizing. <clears throat> well, and, you know, there's more. <laughs> uh, gratitude improves physical health. <clears throat> Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains and report feeling healthier than other people, according to a 2012 study published in Personality and Individual Differences, that medical journal. Uh, not surprisingly, grateful people are also more likely to take care of their health. Uh, they exercise more often and are more likely to attend to regular checkups, which is likely to contribute to further longevity. So improving our physical health and living longer, um, you know, if, if, if you were to 
hear about something that could open more doors to better relationships, improve our physical health, improve our psychological health, uh, enhance empathy and reduce aggression, uh, help us sleep better, uh, improve self-esteem and increases our mental strength and resilience. Would you be interested uh, in, in doing something, uh, a daily habit for only a couple of minutes that could lead to all those things? Of course, of course, anybody would say yes. Yeah. And they're scientifically <clears throat> backed. They're scientifically proven. That's that's what happens. Scientifically backed. Um, so uh, psychological health. Gratitude reduces a multitude of toxic emotions uh, from envy or resentment to frustration and regret. Uh, and this should be, you know, really thought about by uh, anybody that's that's feeling any pressure or angst. Um, so, you know, and, and, and he spoke about the researcher Robert Emmons, uh, a leading gratitude researcher, has conducted multiple studies on the link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. And I have some reasons why. And I'm going to mention some fancy names of neurotransmitters uh, Ooh, that you may right. have seen in the news or heard about. Uh, oxytocin. Uh, oxytocin is a pretty cool thing. It is a hormone that brings down blood pressure, slows our heart rate, and relaxes us. And you still can pass a drug, drug test. Um, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> oxytocin is this wonderful hormone um, that we all manufacture that can do all those wonderful things. And they have actually measured it being released in not only people that are showing gratitude, uh, it is those in receiving it. Hmm. So, so wh wh whether you help someone or someone helps you, you both get a bounce in oxytocin. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's contagious. It's a win-win, yeah. Yeah. You well, and that, that probably ties back to why that show of gratitude helps people build more relationships and better relationships. You bet. Because it's bet. that, that's firing that oxytocin for e, both people. Yep. And it is, uh, I'll tell you a story in just a second about the, the, the contagious aspect of it. <clears throat> gratitude has also been proven to increase our level of serotonin, uh, which is the uh, stress-reducing hormone. Hmm. Um, and, you know, both oxytocin and serotonin are, are, are wonderful neurotransmitters that our brain can release simply by helping someone else or receiving help from someone else. We get this bounce. Um, if we don't have, uh, you know, daily gratitude uh, giving or receiving in, in our world, we're probably going to continue to uh, increase our levels of stress, uh, angst, uh, lack of control, uncertainty, doubt, all these things actually release a different hormone. And you may have heard of this one as well. It's called cortisol, mm -hmm. which is known as the stress hormone or the fight or flight response. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, you know, tens of thousands of years ago when we were food, uh, yeah. it was a really helpful thing, you know, yeah. uh, run away or fight. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now uh, we still have that uh, vestigial, um, I guess, neurotransmitter. Uh, and what it does, it prepares us to fight or run away in a, in a situation where we feel uh, overwhelmed or stressed. Yeah. And, and by the way, what that does biologically is it takes um, the blood away from our brain hmm. uh, because why would we need to think? We're just going to fight or run away. We yeah, don't need to it's going to be anymore. instinctual. 
So the brain uh, loses blood and that blood is moved to our large muscle groups. So we ain't thinking clearly. Yeah. Oh, and also, by the way, that's cortisol release, that stress thing. Um, it's, our body starts to shut down you know, major systems like our immune system, uh, like our digestion system, yeah. um, like our reproduction systems, because heck, if we're going to be food, if we're going to have to, if, if you could die, yeah. none of those things, other other things matter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so in, 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 even in our modern age, people are still in these patterns where they are really impacting their, their long-term health benefits uh, by shutting down their immune system or digestion or whatever uh, daily uh, because yeah. of the extra release of cortisol. So the cure, of course, is release more oxytocin and serotonin. And the best, easiest way to do it is to give and receive gratitude. Yeah. Well, and I think I think probably even more so in modern times, I feel like uh, people are more stressed now than I feel like in, at any time before. Um, and, you know, I actually saw this um, this really, I read this uh, really interesting book called Play, but it was about this guy that uh, he was working for uh, one of the, uh, a major uh, podcaster, actually, Tim Ferriss. And he had like a, he completely burned out and had like a mental breakdown. And so he, he kind of wrote this book about his, his recovery back. But one of the things that he did, you know, he found out in starting to do a lot of this research was, was exactly this, that this cortisol was, is released and, and it is, it triggers that fight or flight. But if you look at in nature, this, like all animals have that where, Hmm. where it triggers the fight or flight in them and they, you know, they tense up, it shuts down everything and it's just pure survival mode. But if you look at, there's a lot of videos online actually of if you look at animals in the wild after that fight or flight response they'll actually have these tremors where they'll they'll shake to get the cortisol to release the cortisol out of their muscles and and out of their bloodstream and people don't do that and and a lot of it is you know the social thing you you can't it's kind of like been this social conditioning of it's it looks pretty weird if you're you know shaking and having having a tremor but there's there's you know a lot of research around how this affects you know health and and all those kinds of things and it's a cause of a lot of like deep and deep trauma and PTSD and and all those kinds of things oh, w- w- without question and <clears throat> you know so in our modern age if you're feeling really stressed and you got a high level of cortisol in your system, walk around your building at yeah. work. Just go walk around. Take your head out of whatever game it's in and do something physically. Yeah. Take the dog for a walk. Um, walk around your building. Go up and down the staircase a couple of times. And that'll help you kind of process that cortisol out of your system. Yeah. Or while you're walking around uh, trying to re- release that cortisol, hold the door open for people. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> go help somebody yeah. and then you'll just accelerate yeah. that, uh, that reduction yeah. uh, of cortisol through uh, the, the release of serotonin and oxytocin. Yeah. And there's, there's actually, um, I came across, there was this uh, trauma, uh, trauma researcher who developed this series of exercise. We'll link to, to it in the show notes, but developed this series of exercises that basically induce the uh, the tremors that release cortisol that your body is supposed to go through once it's in your system and, and the threat has left. Um, and I've actually done it before. Uh, and you, you kind of like your legs shake and you have like this, but it, and it's exhausting, hmm. but afterwards you feel like, ah, 
you know, like it, it really gets all of the, like the, the stress and, and the cortisol out of, out of your muscles, out of your bloodstream. Um, so I'll link to that in the show notes, but it's, it's really interesting to kind of see the, the, the biology behind it. Well, yeah. And you know, it's, 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 it's way out of my league, um, uh, on the science side of things, but how, how I see gratitude is it is a natural antidepressant. Um, yeah. you, you cannot feel grateful and depressed at the same time. They're yeah. Usually exclusive. It's impossible. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that reminds us uh, of a couple of things. And, and that was only the first three scientifically proven benefits of gratitude. Number four is gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. <clears throat> Grateful people are more likely to behave in a pro-social manner, even when others behave less kindly. And this is according to a 2012 study out of the University of Kentucky. Study participants who ranked higher on the gratitude scales were less likely to retaliate against others, even when given negative feedback. So they just experienced more sensitivity and empathy towards other people and uh, a decreased desire to seek revenge. Hmm. Uh, and we could all use a whole lot more of that these days. Yeah, for sure. And the, the feedback is interesting, too, that maybe it, it sounds like it even makes people more open to receiving feedback and feedback that could help them improve. You bet. You bet. Because, you know, we all know that, you know, we learn more from uh, our, 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 our mistakes than our successes. And, and, and negative feedback is very powerful. And heck, you know, why even call it negative feedback? Because we learn more from it than the positive feedback. So yeah. not a bad thing at all. Yeah. <clears throat> Would you like to sleep better? Um, uh, you know, that's there's that's number five. Grateful people sleep better. Um Writing in a gratitude journal improves sleep, according to a, uh, a study uh, published in Applied Psychology, Health and Well-Being. Spend just 5 to 15 minutes jotting down a few grateful sentiments before bed, and you'll sleep better and longer. Hmm. Wow. <clears throat> Number six, gratitude improves self-esteem. A 2014 study published in the Journal of Applied Sports Psychology found that gratitude increased athletes' self-esteem, an essential component, of course, to optimal performance. Other studies have shown that gratitude reduces social comparisons. And rather than becoming resentful toward people who have more money or better jobs, a major factor in reduced self-esteem, of course, grateful people are able to appreciate others' accomplishments and then perhaps study them and understand the cause and effect that led to somebody else's success rather than just hoping and wishing or trying to put them down because they had it easy or were in the right place at the right time or all those other reasons right. uh, unsuccessful well, people use to, to describe other people's success. Yeah, and, and even just from a from a leadership and management perspective, just show being able to be in a psychological spot where you give people the recognition of when they do achieve something and even when they achieve it or especially when they achieve it without your help or without you being involved instead of being threatened by it you're happy about it yeah yep um and and the last one and i'm sure this is not the only list uh of proven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude is that gratitude increases mental strength for years research has shown gratitude not only reduces stress it plays a vital role in overcoming trauma. A 2006 study published in Behavior Research and Therapy found that Vietnam War veterans with higher levels of gratitude experienced lower rates of PTSD. 
And a 2003 study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that gratitude was a major contributor to resilience following the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Recognizing all you have to be thankful for, even during the worst of times, fosters resilience. And, and that, that thought alone reminds me of um, one of my favorite quotes <clears throat> from uh, Khalil Gibran, who said, and you know, this, I had to read this a couple of times before I really figured out um, how grateful this person was to people that maybe he shouldn't have been grateful to. Mm-hmm. So listen to this quote. I have learned silence from the talkative. Toleration from the intolerant and kindness from the unkind. Yet strange, I am ungrateful to these teachers. So I guess even being around jerks (laughs) or people that don't exhibit um, uh, gratitude uh, and and instead just focus on, you know, ego and superiority and, and, and selfishness. Uh, we can learn from them. Um, you know, as, as we know in our management and leadership training, you know, you can learn from a good boss or a bad boss. Yep. Learn what to do <laughs> and what not to do. So, you know, being grateful to, you know, bad examples. So, <laughs> so we don't have to do those things ourselves. Yep. I think what, what, what a wonderful way um, to, uh, again, learn and be grateful. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, as you know, Sean, I've, I've traveled around the world um, and, uh, you know, being in Asia, parts of Asia or Africa or other parts of the third world, and, and I like to get off the beaten path and, and go meet, you know, local folks, uh, the kindness and generosity that I have received pretty much everywhere I've gone, usually from people that have little or nothing to yeah. offer a guest, and they go over the top. Yeah. And, and th- 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 they'll not eat food themselves and to offer give to, to, to give a guest food. And, you know, I, I, I didn't want them to do all that for me. Yeah. But what I eventually realized is they weren't necessarily doing it for me. They, they were doing were, it for themselves. They were doing it for themselves and how they felt and what they taught their children about a guest and, and, and how to treat them. Uh, was maybe the biggest benefit because, you know, I probably was out of their memory, you know, the day after I left and, and, and they've never left mine. Uh, so, you know, it's, it goes a long way. Even those that have nothing um, can, can show their gratitude uh, and generosity um, and, again, receive the benefits for doing it. And that's, that's part of, you know, many cultures around the world and, um Less and less, you know, the the more advanced or Western cultures. Um, so you know, maybe we're we're losing some of this. As yeah, sure. We shouldn't. Yeah. So for grateful grateful people, you know, a lot of a lot of what what we talk about and what you talk about is the thoughts and beliefs of people and how that drives. All, all aspects of their life. So if we're looking at gratitude and we're looking at grateful people, what are grateful people thinking and what do they believe that maybe ungrateful people don't? Yeah, you know, that's that's the key. Um, 
you know, when we study great relationships, um, you know, obviously they're, they're two-way. Um, you know, where, where if it's a friend or, a, you know, spouse, partner, um, anybody, coworker, it doesn't matter. If you've got a great relationship that's lasted, chances are both people in the relationship feel they're getting the better end of the deal. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're getting more than they're giving. Right. And, you know, they're probably both right and they're both wrong uh, yeah. on that. But we're not going to stay in relationships where we feel like we're giving a whole lot more than we're receiving. Yeah. Uh, it, it really is a, a two-way street. Uh, just like business partnerships um, with your, your, your vendors or partners, um, you partner with them and you work with them uh, and you pay them um, because you feel like you're getting a good deal. Yeah, you you pay them. You you feel like you're getting a deal where you don't pay them for the value that they're providing. You're paying them because you think they're providing more value than what you're paying them for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Back to you know traveling around the world. Uh, you know, it, very rarely do you see a price tag on stuff when you when you when you're when you're shopping. Uh, you know, in the third world or or, or uh, outside of the, the Western world, there's not price tags, and, and you have to negotiate. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Uh, yeah. Most Americans kind of freak out. Um, but I love negotiating because uh, when you do come to an agreement for the price of something, uh, both parties are happy. Yeah. Both 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 parties leave um, happy. Yeah. And and, and 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 that's not a bad thing at all. You know, we talk a lot um, in our our, our training um, uh, about not only of the powerful, the most powerful success principle in business, but in relationships, and and we call it the law of service and. We all know how it goes. The only way to get what I want is to help enough other people get what they want first. Um, and that begets the, the, the law of reciprocation, which, you know, we go above and beyond to help somebody. Um, they feel compelled to help us in return. And, and that's why we have long-term relationships with our favorite restaurants or our hairdresser or whoever. Uh, it's because we're both getting uh, what we believe is, is the good end of, of the bargain. And... <clears throat> You know, Henry Ford really piloted this by just having the desire uh, when he started his company um, to make cars affordable for the middle classes. And, you know, that's all he wanted to do is make cars affordable so that the, the people that built the cars could afford a car. Uh, and that's what, he, that's what drove him. Uh, it wasn't to become a billionaire or build a, a, a big company. He, he just wanted to, help you know, people. help people. And, you know, Mary Kay Ash, it started Mary Kay Cosmetics. He just wanted to give people a home-based business opportunity uh, that could help them, you know, build their dream. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're based in Rochester, New York, and, you know, everybody's heard of Kodak, and, you know, it's now a punchline or a joke because of what, what happened. But the company started, you know, in 18, the 1880s, all because a bookkeeper of the Rochester Savings Bank, who was an amateur photographer, found it very difficult to produce pictures. And all he wanted to do was find a way to be able to take pictures easier so people could share them with their families. And, you know, people that build a, a business or a, you know, reputation, uh, a brand on, on service uh, seem to reap the rewards um, yeah. that, that come from it because they're, they're not building goals uh, about, you know, being selfish or what I want to accomplish or get. Uh, they're building it around what I can help others. Yeah, with. what can I do for others? And, you know, that, that builds a long-term uh, business and relationship. And, of course, you know, Kodak eventually forgot that. And, yep. and they thought they were in business for some other reason. And, and that's the main reason they're out of business. They've, they forgot what drove them to their initial success. And yeah. 
So it's a cautionary tale about you know relationships and about business, um, uh, but it really brings us right back to you know uh, not only serving but being grateful for what we have. So you know back to you know what are you know grateful people, successful people, what are they? What what are they thinking? What are they? What are they? What are they allowing to dominate their mind? Um, and it, it is a, a few simple things. Um, uh, and, and, and mostly, they appreciate themselves hmm. um, and, and, and who they are and, and where they've come from, their own trials and tribulations, uh, and their journey, and maybe the sacrifices that their families made uh, for their generation. Um, and it's really, I, I think, you know, gratitude starts with self-appreciation. Uh, just like we say that all leadership starts with self-leadership. Uh, you can't, you know, you can't lead others without being able to lead yourself well. So I, I, I think it, it does start with uh, self-appreciation um, and, and self-gratitude. And, um, you know, it's funny, I, I, Maybe I'm I'm different that all four of my grandparents were immigrants and and I remember their stories. They were they were uh, all four of them were alive uh, as I was well into my 30s and and I remember their stories and 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 the challenges and the difficulties they faced to 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 get to the United States and uh, um, you know so I've never let my children forget it uh, and I've never forgotten it um, and you know so. I appreciate where I came from um, uh, as well as myself, and I think everybody's earned, earned the right to do that as well. Uh, so I think it starts with, with, with appreciation. <clears throat> and, you know, there's simple things that we can, we can do. Um, you know, we talk a, uh, often about the power of affirmation, uh, and all affirmation is is anything we repeat. It's self-talk. It's the inner voice. Um, uh, auto-suggestion, neuro-linguistic programming, whatever the heck you call it, it's just what you kind of repeat uh, over and over out loud or to yourself. So we can affirm uh, what, what we're grateful for uh, every day, and, and we should. Um, and, and it can be little things or it can be big things. Um, but doing it daily, creating a habit uh, for affirming what we are, are thankful for, uh, I think is a huge help. Um, and it's getting harder and harder to do it uh, since there's so many things competing for our attention. We've got so many things flashing at us and, and screens wanting our attention. Um, so whether it's a gratitude list, just making a list and rereading it and adding to it the stuff we're grateful for. Keeping a daily gratitude journal, um, you know, writing down uh, consciously what we're thankful for. Um, by, by simply doing these things, we are keeping um, our eye and ear focused to look for and note all the good uh, that, that's, that's going around. Um, otherwise, we're going to ignore it. <clears throat> you know, as we journey through our day, uh, we can keep our awareness at a, at a level of um, where we can be really astute about catching ourselves when we start getting uh, self-centered or, uh, you know, egocentric or, uh, you know, I'm smarter or better or more experienced. Um, you know, that's such a slippery slope and that thinking can become a habit. Um, but, you know, keeping your awareness high so you notice opportunities where you could 
be more of a jerk or where you can notice opportunities to really help somebody, especially a total stranger. You know, I, I, I travel a lot. I'm in airports and on planes a lot. Uh, and, you know, people struggle. It's just such a wonderful thing to see an opportunity and then go help somebody. It may only take 30 seconds, but you watch them light up and then you feel it the rest of the day. It's, it's a wonderful thing. And, and here's that story I promised earlier. <clears throat> um, you know, I usually board first on planes because I'm elite on a couple different airlines. And, and so I'm- You I'm, fly a lot. I fly a lot, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, approaching 3 million miles now, I, I suspect. Um, so I get on planes early and I get my stuff put away and then I sit down and then I kind of look for opportunities uh, to help others because, well, maybe it's selfish because I want the plane to take off on time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a connection I don't want to miss. <clears throat> so, um, and maybe that's tongue in cheek because that I, I look for folks that are might be struggling um, with putting their stuff uh, above their seat or they don't know where they are or they don't speak English or they're, they're trying to find a row number and boom. Uh, I'm up. And, you know, I've, I've seen so many people that struggle with their luggage. And then I observe other people getting frustrated by that person. They're waiting behind them. They're looking at their watch. I'm thinking, just help them. Just, just help, help them. them. Yeah. So I'm up. I'm up and I'm helping. And a couple times this has happened to me uh, over the years. Um, I see other people follow my lead. I see other people start helping instead of complaining. And it's a cont contagious thing like those neurotransmitters, that oxytocin, uh, that serotonin, those wonderful things that make us feel really good. Um, it can be a contagious thing that can go through uh, an, an environment, um, a closed environment like a plane or, or, or whatever. Um, so, you know, if we really keep our awareness high and um, look for opportunities to check ourselves from going down the wrong path and then noticing I think the, the, the right way to behave, um, uh, I, I think that's a great thing. Well, yeah, no, it's it totally, uh, it definitely is contagious. I remember a few years ago, I was at a, uh, there's this great Irish pub. Have you ever been to Barry's in Webster? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Uh, there's this great Irish pub called Barry's in, in Webster, New York. And um, and you, people have probably heard about like something similar at Starbucks or whatever. Every once in a while, there's this, one of these kinds of stories. But I just, I just decided one night, like I went up to the bar, I ordered a pint of Guinness, and I said, uh, I want to buy whoever comes up next to order a drink. I want to buy their drink. And they, you know, so the next person comes up, and the bartender says, Oh, the the person before you, you know, bought your drink. So what do they always do? Like, <laughs> All right, well, I'll buy whoever comes up next. I'll buy their drink. And this went on for probably three or four hours, as long as the bar was open. And nobody really knew where it started, but it happened for three or four hours for however many however many drinks that, that people were getting. But it's just people's reaction to if somebody did something for me, like, oh, okay, cool, I'll do the same thing for the next person. It, you see that everywhere. Yeah, I wasn't there that night. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I love stuff like that, and and you know, not for nothing. Uh, we're pro we're you know in December and approaching the end of the year and, and holidays and whatnot. And um, you know, I love reading a story or hearing a story on radio or whatever, where you know um, you know f folks that are, are trying to buy gifts, uh, you know, maybe for their children or their family, and they can't afford it, they put stuff on layaway. 
mm-hmm. and it's all the stuff they want, and they hope they have enough money to actually be able to give the store the complete uh, uh, payment uh, so that they can take what they've put on layaway to to uh, have for the holidays. Um, I love it when total strangers go in and pay off somebody's layaway hmm. um, so that that you know, family that was scrimping and saving, um, you know, for a nice holiday has everything taken care of. Yeah. And especially if they're anonymous. um, Yeah. It makes it even better. That that makes my day. And it makes me want to go do something very similar to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this this is the season um, for that. And and I think not just in Thanksgiving should we go around the table and make a list of what we're grateful for. It should be a weekly thing. It could yeah. be a daily dinner thing. Yeah. Uh, th- this could be something that we teach our, our, our children that, you know, every day, um, you know, we, we make a list of what we're thankful for, what we're grateful for. Uh, I think that would go a long way to, to solve a lot of other issues um, uh, that our society is facing. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I think there's, there's opportunity. One thing that, you know, at least for me, you know, as, as we were talking about doing, you know, around talking about this topic and uh, it's kind of been forefront of my mind, I think it's probably because it's it's this time of year. But one thing I've noticed for myself is that the little things are how you do the little things is how you do the big things. And and your ability to be grateful for the little things and be grateful for anything is what allows you to be grateful for the the bigger things of of where you came from or or things. It's, it's hard to be grateful for things in general, just like you Mm. talk about with goal setting. It's very hard for me, at least for me, to be grateful for things in general, but it's very easy to be grateful about things specifically. And it's the same with with that that you talk about goal setting. I think it just, uh, it also applies to to gratitude. Yeah, you're right. And and I love that. You know, the the things when we're we're younger, the things that we think are little things, um, you know, as we get older, are not so little anymore. And, yeah. and it's maybe, it's it's all about the little things. Yeah, the little things are the big things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, <clears throat> you know, back to that other theme that, you know, you and I always talk about or we know and hold dear, it is, um, you know, specifics versus generalities. Yeah. Um, you know, I- I- another great daily habit um, is specifically thanking people. Um, not in general, but but for what they what they do specifically to to improve your life or make you um, uh, feel better. <clears throat> Being sincere and specific with praise yeah. is a real real important key. Instead of just a drive by, you know, general vague thing right. uh, that we like put a check in a box. Yeah. Um, no, that's not how it's done. Um, <clears throat> and yes, uh, you know, for some of us. Uh, doing these things may make us feel uncomfortable because we're not very practiced at it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's on us. So, yeah. got to um, practice. Uh, we should practice that more and we'll get used to it and then we'll get better at it because I, I think demonstrating uh, gratitude or thankfulness is um, uh, is a learned uh, ability. I think we're, we're, we're born with the, um, the foundation for it, but if we never explore it or build on it, it, it doesn't, doesn't, you know, it doesn't bear any fruit. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we have to remind ourselves and, and we have to teach it through our own example. 
uh, and then by having conversations about it. And, you know, this, this is a great time of the year to do that. But then again, any time of the year is a great time to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's not just, um, um, you know, as we look back on the year and reflect, it's, it's you know, you, you can do it at the end of every week. You can do it at the end of every month, quarter, and so forth. Uh, and it's not a bad habit. <clears throat> and actually putting pen to paper and writing down uh, our, our, our blessings um, and not allowing our burdens to dominate our mind uh, is a real, real important step, I, I think, for everybody in good times and in bad times. I don't think it matters, but uh, I think it's an important step to do. It doesn't take IQ, formal education, uh, or much training uh, to actually uh, put pen to paper and, and, and make a list of the things you're grateful for. Yeah, and I think I think you know it's it's definitely one of those things that the more you do it, the more you see it. And I think ultimately, maybe where you want to get to is to be grateful for everything, even you know traditionally where things you would not be grateful for or be pissed about. Or uh, you know, there's um, a, a former uh, Navy SEAL, and he actually actually used to run the the um, buds training. Uh, named Jocko Willink, and one of his one of his things is whenever anything happens, he says good. Hmm. He said it doesn't matter if it's you know I just won the lottery, good. I just lost a million dollars, good. I you know the transport didn't show up, good. And if you if you are able to do that, then you're going to see the opportunity in whatever is happening. Whereas you would be lost in kind of your own your own stuff. Otherwise, yeah, no, it's you know it, it's all good, um, and that, I don't know if he uh, traces uh, that quote to uh, back to W. Clement Stone, um, but he has a chapter in one of his books called "Got a Problem, Good." Yeah, yeah. Right. and uh, you know uh, where where there are problems, there are opportunities, and um, you know if you want to partner with somebody, helping them with their challenge. Uh, is is a good thing for you and for them uh, and then for us. So uh, I am a big fan of that. Good, good, good. good. It's all good. All good. Uh, you bet. So um, <clears throat> here's, a, here's a quote from a lady that um, is pretty grateful, and she speaks a lot about gratitude. And, uh, uh, yes, I'm speaking about Oprah. Be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Mm. That's true. And um, Oprah does it again. Yeah, Oprah does it again. <laughs> and, and, you know, she practices what she preaches. Um, and, you know, whatever she's earned it, uh, you know, as somebody that has led such a, a difficult early life um, filled with uh, all kinds of uh, abuse uh, and being a teenage runaway, um, and then of course being the the self made multi billionaire that she is, um, she's incredibly grateful, and she spreads a lot of that gratitude um, through her uh, works. Um, so uh, it's a it's a very revealing quote, and and uh, um, yeah, we all have enough to be thankful for, um, even if it's very little. Yeah, uh, it is certainly something, uh, and. You know, you, you look at, you know, Warren Buffett who said, yeah, if you're sitting in the shade today, it's because somebody planted a tree a long time ago. Um, all we got to do is pick our head up and look around, and, and, and there's no shortage of things that we can actually be grateful for uh, that have had an impact on our lives. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's that's all the the places we want to go. I think we got a couple uh, a couple of good uh, habits and practices of you know make a, a gratitude list, a, a gratitude journal, focus on the little things. Is there anything that um, you want to kind of leave people with uh, as we wrap up this conversation? You bet. You know, we we started with uh, a reminder about uh, happiness, uh, and 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 you know that is a very common goal for most of us. So uh, here, here's a thought for you as we close uh, the talk today: It is not happiness that brings us gratitude; it is gratitude that brings us happiness. That's a good way to end. Thank you, Sean, for your time today. Thank you, John, for your time today. You're most welcome. Hey, guys, one more thing before you take off. This is Motivational Intelligence Insider. It's just a very short, exclusive email uh, every Monday that comes from Dave, John, and the guests on this show. Uh, This is the only place they share their very, very best stuff, and it's delivered right to your inbox every single Monday. Uh, This could include exclusive tips for upping your game, uh, articles they're reading, videos they're watching, stories from the road, and on and on. It's the best way to kick off your week, and this content uh, comes directly from Dave, John, and the guests, and is only available to subscribers of Motivational Intelligence Insider. So if you want these guys and gals to email you their best stuff, go to 2logical.com forward slash insider. That's the number 2logical.com forward slash insider and drop in your email. And if you do, I hope you enjoy it. The Motivational Intelligence Podcast is produced by the team at 2Logical. 2Logical is an international corporate training firm and the world's leading expert in motivational intelligence, which is the ability to understand, manage, and change the motives people have. 2Logical offers over 30 different keynotes, workshops, and full training courses to small, medium, and large Fortune 500 companies in 53 countries, a lot of which you're probably familiar with. Advisor, Bank of America, GE, Constellation Brands, P&G, and more. All solutions are completely customized, and the feedback from these sessions will blow your mind. If you have any training or speaking needs or just want to say hey, head over to 2logical.com.